I'm lucky I work with my favorite music artist. Um, so that's, that's a part of it that's been really valuable for me. Um, but just seeing people develop, uh, having a hand in people's development has been really special for me. It, uh, it's something that I loved about the army. So I, so I joined the army thinking that I wanted to be this like big, bad, like decorated soldier. And as soon as I got there, I realized that that stuff didn't matter at all. And it was really about the people and about the soldiers. And the thing I cared most about as an army officer, especially as a young army officer, was my ability to connect with that 18 year old kid who like maybe needed like a mentor or needed a friend or needed whatever they needed. And I can now do that on a much more intimate basis with the people that I coach. And so for me, working with at the moment, it's mostly young men, but like working with guys who I see a lot of myself in, it's been really valuable to connect with and then have a, a hand in their development. It's been so great. What season are you in right now as it relates to your health? Has your business dominated in a way that your wellness has taken a back seat? Hello, my friends. My name is Chad, and this is the Naked Leadership Podcast, high stakes conversations for relentless company founders. My co hosts and I have over six decades of combined experience in leadership coaching, and this podcast is where we explore it all. There is no conversation too risky. This week, AJ and I sit down with Ben Smith. He's an executive personal trainer and wellness coach. His no bullshit, simple approach to healthy living is a game changer for hard driving, ambitious founders like yourself. My hope is that as you listen to this conversation with Ben, you believe that you can both take care of yourself and be a successful leader. Let's dive in. Gentlemen, so good to be with you today. Adrian, how are you, man? Uh, good. So glad to be with you guys. Yeah. We have my good friend, Ben Smith, with us today. Ben, it's so good to have you in this conversation. This is For me, this has been a long time coming. We finally got it together. Thank you for being here. I'm so grateful for your time, for your brilliance. I cannot wait for our listeners, our tribe, to hear your brilliance um, in this conversation. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, like you said, it's been a long time coming, and I'm just ready to uh, to have a little chat. So, so thank you guys so much for having me. Let's start. Um, if you don't mind, Ben, just taking. You'll do so much better job than I will um, <laughs> reading some fact sheet about how amazing you are. <laughs> just talk about. Could you just tell us how amazing you are for a minute? Yeah, you're giving me too much credit already. Okay, so my name is Ben Smith. Um, I was born in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, grew up there, had a nice childhood. Joined the Army out of high school. Uh, I graduated from the United States Military Academy and then served uh, in the United States Army for about six years as an artillery officer. Had a fantastic time and I loved my work there. Uh, I left the military and I like, didn't really know what to do. I had been coaching... Uh, just as a side project uh, off and on for a number of years, fitness had been like my passion. And the thing that I was really compelled to pursue outside of the military, I, uh, I took a job as a personal trainer and then that turned into me coaching at a couple different gyms, ultimately owning my own space. And then now 
doing the work that I do more of on a on a one on one concierge uh, holistic wellness type thing. So so currently I deliver holistic wellness solutions to high performing creatives. Uh, at the moment, I cater mostly to touring musicians. So I run a a wellness business that goes on the road with touring musicians, and we have a pretty cool project going. It's it's really fun, and I I love what I do, and uh, I love more than anything just interacting with really incredible people. What do you love about it? I'm curious for you. I'm lucky I work with my favorite music artist. Um, so that's that's a part of it that's been really valuable for me. Um, but just seeing people develop, uh, having a hand in people's development has been really special for me. It uh, It's something that I loved about the Army. So I, so I joined the Army thinking that I wanted to be this like big, bad, like decorated soldier. And as soon as I got there, I realized that that stuff didn't matter at all. And it was really about the people and about the soldiers. And the thing I cared most about as an army officer, especially as a young army officer, was my ability to connect with that 18 year old kid who like maybe needed like a mentor or needed a friend or needed whatever they needed. And I can now do that on a much more intimate basis with the people that I coach. And so for me, working with at the moment, it's mostly young men, but like working with guys who I see a lot of myself in, it's been really valuable to connect with and then have a, a hand in their development. It's been so great. Hmm. One of the things, I mean, there's, you know, I love you. We're connected. Yeah. You know, you've been one of my clients for a while now. We've also just developed such a good friendship. There's also like a million other wellness or fitness people we could have on the yeah. podcast. The reason I wanted to talk to you is that you seem, from my perspective, my experience of you is you have a very unique understanding, perspective, and approach to someone who is a like hard driving, really busy, a lot going on, high achieve yeah. like, you know, all of the things that a lot of our like so many of the clients that we work with, fa company founders, they can allow their work to get in the way of their yeah. wellness. Yeah. Well, that's it. right. They can give the give that away to to their work. And you have a very unique. I mean, your your tagline is like delivering simple wellness to as many people as possible. Like simple, yeah. and that's one thing that I love so much. How did you? I want to know, like, why. So many other fitness, wellness people that I watch, listen to that, you know, you got to do all these things pretty much, you know, pretty soon I'm like working an out, working out an hour and a half for five days a week, yeah. counting calories, yeah. like doing all this stuff. And, and that's just not how you create results. How did you come to that? Yeah, Well, I think, I think it's through trial and error. So I've just been in the space for, I've been training myself for now 22 years and I've been coaching for 14 and. And I've done everything wrong up until this point. I was very lucky. Uh, I was very lucky to have some incredible mentors along the way who've kind of like, you know, given me left and right limits on like how to train myself and then how to apply those things with the people that I work with. But it's, it's interesting to see the clientele that I work with, a lot of them very high performing, you know, founders, creative types, most often, you know, music, film, TV, art. And these individuals have an incredible ability to focus on the things that are important or most important and then discard the rest. That's how they're successful in their efforts in business or in, or in their creative pursuits or whatever it is. And I think because fitness often is such like a black box to most people, they like see all these things and they think that all the things are important. They don't yet know 
which things to focus on. And so it's my job to be like, hey, I know that you could flip on your social media and see 47,000 things that you need to be doing right now to make this thing work. But I think there's probably only like three or four. And three or four sounds much more manageable. And I can help you, I can help you focus on those three or four. And um, for especially, like if I can just like apply this to the to touring and the music, that's chaos. That life is chaos. And there isn't room for 47,000 more things, but there is room for two or three. And so um, it's my job to just be like, look, man, I've had this experience. You're having this experience. Let's focus on the things that really work. And then what's really cool is when we focus on those things, then everything else starts to get better. And so their performance in their work, the performance in the relationships, the performance in whatever other adventure or endeavor they're, they're pursuing, like also improves. And so I'm just really grateful that I get the opportunity to like impact people's lives in a positive way. And uh, I'm so lucky that I've found, you know, this role. Yeah. Adrian, you've felt the pain of, of Ben. <laughs> pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're meaning has he not, not to be, to, to be his friend is such a pain. Not yeah. like that, but to, yes. I'm long winded. Oh, I most, most aches and pains in my body are, tied to my some kind of experience Ben has put me through in the weight room <laughs> um but what's beautiful i mean so i liked that you started here chad because i was just thinking about what really makes a difference um or what about being around ben that really makes a difference for me and it is it's that as far as and i get to focus on it like because every executive i know doesn't have any room in their lives and so what do you put in there first and how long can they get away with not caring for themselves? They don't say it that way, but that's how they act. It's like, how much can I get away with? And therefore it's like fitness feels like another checklist, something else to go do. Um, but not when you're around Ben, it just doesn't feel that way. It feels like just a really good choice and you feel great about yourself afterwards. And I mean, I, one of the things around that I, I get to do on a, a nearly morning by morning basis is just to feel Ben's presence. It is very simple, um, but it's also very attainable. And it seems so, you know, accessible, you know, like health feels accessible around, you know, the way that you approach things. Um, and, you know, I feel really sore <laughs> multiple days afterwards, but man, it felt good doing it. It felt good doing it. You know, we're doing so, it the right way too. We're doing it the right way. Meeting early in the morning. Um, we talked about, you know, how to get more water into your day. Like, where should I, how do I drink more water? This is just like one simple example, but it's like, how do I drink more water in my day? Well, you just find out. Yeah, there you are with your bottle. I love to see that. Um, but it's like, you just add it in, in places where there's no other distraction. And so like immediately waking up, I have 20 ounces of water. Before I go to bed, I have 20 ounces of water. There's nothing else competing for my time in those moments. And we've done something similar with our training meeting at 5.30 in the morning, there's no other obligation at that time. And so we get to start our day with a thing that's so incredibly valuable. And it's not just the fitness. I often say like with the people that I work with or just like when I talk publicly about this, but the fitness itself, the reps and the sets and the loading, like that is the least important thing that we're doing. It's like the connection with yourself, the connection with Grant, the connection with me, like that's the most important part. And then from there, it's like all the side benefits of like your ability to be more effective in your coaching, more effective on these types of podcasts you know it's the fitness is the last piece fitness is free you can google fitness but it's all the it's all the other parts and for me my work 
and I know the same for you guys and Chad and my relationship specifically, it's like, it's that level of accountability, the level of the accountability that a coach or someone who like really cares often more than you about what you say that you want is like the most important thing, especially if you're new or like scared of, of fitness, scared of wellness, scared of making a commitment to that. Cause it's scary. It's hard. Taking care of yourself is, is it can be very hard, especially if you don't really know where to go. And so I just, I, I also like, like none of it's this, it's not that deep. Like we can just be like friends and then like through the friendship, we can figure out what it is that you want. And then we craft a solution that solves your problem. And like, that's all it is. Like, we don't need to like solve everything today. It's like, this is a lifetime effort. I had a really nice conversation with Allie. I'm, tr I'm getting Allie into, into some strength training, some resistance training. And, um, the conversation we had was, I was like, we don't need to worry about any of the results just yet. It's like, we're committing to, to this just for the rest of your life. And then later there'll be incredible results. But like the first step is just like doing the right thing for you and I, Adrian, it's meeting at five 30 for Chad. It's like eating more protein in the day. That's just like the next right step. And then later there'll be like incredible return on that. So I've been, um, it's been an interesting experience and, and very, it's a very vulnerable experience to send a picture of your yeah. plate to somebody every, every single time you sit down to eat, you take a picture and send it to somebody who is then evaluating uh, what it is. And I don't want to scare people away. Cause I just, this is, it was so good yeah. for me to, to be that connected to it and know that, I'm, Hey, I'm sending this off to Ben. It would always come back more, more eat, eat more, more put more yeah. on there, <laughs> more protein. But I've really appreciated that experience with you because again, we're not measuring any other results. I even said, I even sent you a message. I sent Ben a message the other day. I said, man, with how much food I'm eating and how simple you've made my workouts, I am scared I'm going to get And what fat. did I say? <laughs> I said, has it, hap has it happened so, yet? Do you feel yeah. fat? Are yeah. you fat? <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. But but then but then we started talking about the strength that I'm con yeah. that I'm experiencing that I haven't been experiencing for yeah. years. I've been working out, you know, really consistently for years and been, you know, just very simply said, "Well, how do you do you feel strong?" I mean, yeah, I feel really yeah. strong. Actually, I feel really strong in my workouts. I feel like I'm building now rather than like depleting. And uh, so anyway, I just wanted to reiterate like that's that's very, very on the nose of like this is what we're de we're developing disciplines and practices and commitments for a lifetime. Yes. We're not setting a goal. We, we talk a lot about that on in other areas of life in other areas of leadership on this podcast is like when it's a commitment, when it's the, a discipline, results happen. Yes. When it's a goal, you may reach it, you may not, but that's an ending point. That's like something that you're measuring against rather than just saying, this is who I yeah. am. We talked about it uh, a couple months ago, but it's the be, do, have mentality where you become the person that you want to be first and then you reap the reward of being that person later my goals the goal setting that we do often aren't performance nor are they aesthetic goals although those are things that people are after when they come to the gym like they want to look a certain way they want to lift a certain weight but the habits or the goals that we're setting most often for me and the people that i work with even with like adrian and 
Chad, yourself, it's like the goals are practice based. I go to the gym. I complete the workout. I drink the water. I get the sleep. It's not anything to do with like, oh my God, I need to drop 14 pounds by the end of the year, or I need to like lift a thousand pounds next March. It's, it's, it's all the other things. And then through those, through building those habits and being committed to that process, the other things will just materialize. You'll get stronger. You'll look better. And most importantly, you'll feel just accomplished, which is, I'm really tied to this idea of building self-confidence through like commitment to the daily habits or keeping the promises that you set with yourself. And this is something that you and I have worked on a lot. So I'm, I'm experiencing this in my own life, but it's like, the more I keep those promises to myself and oftentimes they're like, okay, get it for me. It's like getting eight hours of sleep. The more times I do that, the more I feel better about myself and my ability to like commit to the things that I say that I want, which has been really cool. So I'm implementing those things with, with the people that I work with as well. It's like, you know, get to the gym three times a week on the, on time, complete the training session, eat the meal that we talked about you eating afterwards. And then like six months from now, let's talk about how confident you are in yourself, which is like really the thing that we're after. Yeah. So you've mentioned the music thing a couple of times and (laughs) you're being uh, very, uh, what's the word? Not nonchalant, but uh, very modest about uh, you. You were mentioned in the wall street journal recently in an article about the band that you work with. It was a really cool, I loved the context of the article actually, because the the contrast was you have a rock band, right? And they're touring and every rock band has this words, words are really hard. Uh, There's like a, yeah, stereotype. There's a stereotype that goes with rock stars, right? And the, the whole article was this contrast of these rock stars have traded partying, drinking and women for, not not saying they were doing those things. I'm just saying that was the sure. contrast of from the stereotype yeah. to what these guys are up to now to ice baths, meditation, and daily workouts or something yep. like that. Um, and I just thought it was it's a really cool, interesting contrast. But um, can you talk? I think it'd be really interesting just yeah. to. I think people would think, find it interesting to hear you talk about what the work is you yeah, do with. Of course, men. yeah. So a couple of years ago, I had a. I had a small like celebrity training business. I worked mostly with film and TV actors um, or personalities. And that turned into me coaching other professionals in the field. So like other strength coaches, other gym owners, there was like this really collaborative, cool thing. And, and when you get involved with that, you get access to a lot of the people that they work with as well. And so through connections uh, in the coaching world, I started coaching this band called Rufus Dussol. They're an Australian band. Uh, Happened to be my favorite artists at the time. Uh, That was kind of the reason that I, was introduced and they needed somebody that had a certain set of skills. So they needed training, they needed some mindset work, they needed some nutrition help. And then um, we've implemented a really cool thing where we tour sober. So I, I don't drink alcohol and they were interested in pursuing touring without alcohol, which uh, I was more than happy to contribute to. And so it just seemed like all the stars aligned. We did our first tour in early 2020 and uh, we've been together ever since. And so my work with the band is really just like I was talking about. It's an external accountability source, keeping them uh, on a regular schedule when there's so many things going on. You know, it's three band members. But the team is, you know, upwards of 10 to 15 at any given time. And so it's managing a whole bunch of different needs, a whole bunch of different personalities. Um, and then ultimately, the real goal of the project is, is team building. And so through shared struggle and and through shared experience, we're looking to build a cohesive unit that like ultimately performs the best possible music show that they possibly can. And so 
we've incorporated strength training, uh, very simple strength training. We've incorporated uh, nutrition similar to what I've talked with you about, Chad, you know, higher protein. The grew in the ground or how to face were like really interested in eating it. And then sleep has been an incredible one too. So to, to facilitate sleep, we incorporate some meditation work. We do a lot of breath work. And then uh, one of my favorite things is cold exposure. And so uh, in early 2020, we started doing cold exposure, ice, ice baths before and after show. And it's evolved into its own little thing. We have our own little protocol and uh, it's been really great. And so other people have started to pick up on that. It's kind of permeating the music scene uh, at the moment. I'm not the, you know, I, we didn't initiate it, but we've been huge proponents of this like anti-rock star lifestyle where it's like we care most about sleep we care most about eating well training hard and uh and putting on the best show possible and so it's been such a cool experience for me i've developed some great some great relationships which is the thing i care most about is the relationships with other people um it's just been really fantastic and you even got to come out to one of the shows which was pretty great so yeah i brought my two girls ben gave us the a-list treatment <laughs> um they thought it was the coolest thing. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world too, but they really thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Walk around with their VIP <laughs> necklaces and go into restricted areas. And that was, that yeah. was awesome. The only constant in an organization like yours is change. I want to take just a second to tell you about the change imperative, an ebook written by our very own Dan Takini. Let me ask you, how do you personally relate to change in your business? Does it feel like a threat at times? Does it ever feel like you can't keep up with it or it never happens fast enough? Are there certain players on your team that resist change and keep your company stuck? Growth, change, and transition, these intersections often come with confusion, frustration, and resistance. You can flip those experiences into clarity, confidence, and alignment with the Change Imperative eBook. The Change Imperative is instructions for innovating with your team. Go ahead and click on the link in the show notes to get your free copy of the Change Imperative now and feel confident about creating the change in your company necessary to take it to the next level. Um, I'm curious, Adrian, I'm curious for you like, to build some re re relatability in this conversation. Like, It's interesting for me as I look over my life where I was willing to like prioritize work and what we're building over my wellness. And sometimes it even creep. I can look at times like it creeps in without me noticing. I'm not taking note. I'm not paying attention, you know, and then when I finally start paying attention, it ends up being a big disruption. <laughs> at least that's how I've done it. And that typically is not sustainable, but I'm curious for you of like, how does it show up for you? How do you think about what gets priority or times when wellness was a priority, work was a priority, that sort of thing? What are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, let's see. You know, things come and go in different seasons, I would say. I mean, I think, um, how to best answer this question? First off, I mean, I, I, you, as a leader, you know, leadership in general, like shows up to meet the need. So at, at times, you know, you need to be really focused on building this certain thing, leading this project, enrolling the, you know, building a team. And, you know, that does take a lot of, a lot of focus and energy if you're going to do it well. And so that's true. But the beautiful thing about this, 
and I'm an old washed up athlete, you know, played sports for every so year growing so up. And, and Emphasis on <laughs> old and, so and washed up, you know, here's what, yeah, yeah. You know, played collegiate sports and that, that at some level, those days at some, at a certain level, those days are gone. But here's what I do know is that uh, my body likes to work out the choice over the last few months to prioritize getting back up in early in the morning and prioritize sleep at night. And then, to, and then to, you know, get to get to know Ben in this way and work out together. It's just one of the best choices I've made over the last few months. And here's why, because I think Ben, you alluded to it. Um, that if I'm no matter what chaos I'm going to folk, I'm going to take on, in the day, in the work, in the circumstances, in both like work fronts and whatever I've got going on for me and my family and my personal life. If I've already shown to myself that I can take on any kind of challenge within the first hour of my day, I've just primed the pump. Yeah. Like it just, it tells me, you know, it reminds me who I am. Yeah. You know, it's that being conversation it reminds me who I am. And that just, that is natural internal momentum. And it's not even invisible. It's very visible. To of course. Me. Um, I mean, I know, yeah, I know that, uh, especially if you're leading something, you know, it, it seems like confidence is like an X factor if you're a leader, right? So people want to follow people that feel really confident because they can, they can catch the tailwind yeah. of that and they believe you and they follow you, you know, and but in this context, like, it's confidence comes from um, courageously making really solid decisions. Yeah. Like I've got integrity with myself. I mean, most people, whatever we're putting off in our lives uh, ends up haunting yeah. us, especially if you're a high performer and high performers that are listening. Know this you're haunted by your capacity and you can try your best to like, not act like you hear that, not act like you know that, but you know it. And if you're not, you know, slowing down and getting connected to resources by which you can pursue those things in a accessible way. I don't need another insurmountable challenge. I don't, I got plenty of those. I, what I do need is accessible tools by which I can feel the way I want to feel, look the way I want to look, emote the way I want to yes. emote, you know, take action. You know, it's like, so there, this, there's a, there's a catalytic exponential effect for me, like taking care of my because it's not, to your point earlier too, Ben, it's not about the physicality as much as it is about exercising um, the person that I want yes. to be every single day. There's so many, there's you so know, many, so, there's so uh, many, you're saying so much. There's so many parts to that. It's so great. Yeah. Keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I know. I, Adrian's like, oh, I don't know how to answer That's this. Like, and then there's yeah. this, like this sermon that comes out that I'm like, yeah, I'm taking, I'm yes. taking notes. I'm taking yes. notes. Over. I'm just wandering around. Over Dude, here. I'm taking, well, I'm taking notes over here. And cause I want to remember the, the talking point, but like that you're so right. It's like, you know, this, uh, self-confidence breeds self-confidence, like small wins somewhere breed huge wins elsewhere. And so it's, it's not about the fitness, but there are layers to this where like, you're talking about emoting the way that you want to emote my, the thing that I, I don't outwardly say, but the, the thing that I'm after is your ability to self-regulate. And so like, there's parts of like doing really hard shit in the gym that allow you to self-regulate in other really hard moments. And like, we could talk about breath work or like cold exposure is like the, 
has been the most impactful tool that I've used in the last five years. It's it's saved my life. Like there's there's a deeper story here. My own mental health struggles and the transition out of the military was the most challenging thing that I've ever, you know, navigated. And I'm like still going through that. You know, it's four and a half years later and it's still a big part of my life. But but being incredibly intentional and and you talked about leadership and leading other people. And, you know, in addition to the band, I'm working with a lot of these like founder type individuals um, where they're leading teams of people, large teams of people. And it starts with leading yourself. And so these very small decisions to like get up early, to eat the right food, to train your body in a way that's going to further your objectives in all other areas. It's like, you got to lead yourself first. And there's no nobility in like giving away your own health to like make the business better. Now I do understand that like balance is a bit of a myth where like there are moments, you said seasons, but there are moments where you're going to commit, like I'm going to send it on this project at work. And maybe my like commitment to the gym has to take a slight hit, but like, there's no reason it's not a zero sum game. There's no reason you can't incorporate, you know, small, little lower barrier to entry, like health, you know, mechanisms to to your life where you can like have all of it I, I hate to say that but you can have everything um it's just like it's a it's a teetering scale and i think a lot of the people that i work with a lot of the the general refrain and i like i don't know if i'm supposed to say this but i guess i can a lot of people are like i've committed the last 30 years to building this thing i'm 45 years old now i'm 50 years old now i'm 60 years old now and i i'm sad that i've given up on my health or i'm sad that i didn't commit to my health and so now I'm old or older and I need to like make intentional steps to regain the health that I've lost because I pursued this other thing. And, and my first thing is like, oh my God, you're not old. And second, like we haven't lost anything. Chad said this in our first call and I have not forgotten it, but he said, it's never too late. Nothing's lost. And that's the truth. It's like, no matter how old you are, no matter how long you've neglected your own health, like it's never too late. And so, um, there's that old adage. It's like, what's the best time to plant a tree? It was 10 years ago. And the second best time is today. Like, let's do it today. Yeah. Let me agree with you real quick <laughs> the, and, and, and maybe personalize it even yeah. more that, you know, most of the people I know that we work with at, at take new ground. And I'm guessing most of the people that you train right now, they're just, they're naturally, they are very successful. Yes. And part of being part of generating success is being an all or nothing type of thinker. Yes. You know, it's like burn the ships, whatever, fucking, yes. whatever antidote you want to say. It's just like all in like a hundred percent or zero percent. And that doesn't work in this domain. No, it does. It doesn't work in this domain. And I can easily fall into that. Like, just get, you know, let me Google Navy SEAL training and just go and try to be the best, you know, and like, if I'm not the best, I don't want to play at all. Yeah. That's how, yeah. uh, and you know, I, I, I'm tempted to think like that in so many arenas in my life. And that's really self betrayal when it comes to yes. this, because, you know, I'm 42 and I want to throw up the weight in the weight room that I did when I was 21. But that that's, I mean, I could probably actually get back there. I mean, give me a year, but the, you know, but not tomorrow, right. tomorrow I need to be good. You know, just today we were doing sprints on the flag football fields, 42 degrees <laughs> or the Fairfax football field, 42 degrees. And we're about to do sprints. And I know if I push it a hundred percent, I will pull a hand. Yeah, so then you don't. And so I had to tell yeah. myself, yeah, I didn't. I said, okay. And I, and I told the boys, I said, I'm going to do 85%. And I felt this tweak in my groin. And I said, now don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. You don't double down on stupid yeah. here. 
lighten up, feel good. You know, don't come home hobbling, you know, cause it, it'll be self-betrayal. And I, you know, so now I can actually take it where I am, start exactly where I am and then, um, just build. And, and, and I want to be explicit here too. You know, uh, I'll say what you won't say, Ben. Um, because yes, we're saying, I'm saying, we're saying, uh, executives, leaders, take care of yourselves. But I'm also saying there's something really distinct about being around Ben Smith because um, it makes those decisions really accessible. Yeah. Really accessible, which nobody needs another weight to carry around. We need an invitation uh, to feel the way we want to feel and to make really, I was going to say heroic choices, but that is what it is. Yeah. You know, if I'm taking care of, if I'm taking care of my body and I'm taking care of my mind, that's the way I'm a great dad. That's the way I'm a great husband. That's the way, you know, I get to show up as a great leader in my company. If I'm showing up, feeling the way I want to feel, that's a gift to them. And I'm happy. I'm happy to be the lead. Like, so I'm happy to lead. I've been a leader my entire adult life. Uh, the context has changed, you know, over time it's evolved, it's expanded and it's been a, a, a wild time but but my leading has taken on taken on different forms but i'm excited to be a leader for some of these individuals who like you know you talk about like all or nothing type mentality maybe they're tapped out on leadership elsewhere in their life and i'm happy to be the guy that's like yeah like i can i can lead you through this process and and it's where i feel most comfortable and it's uh you know, it's like my life's work, which is pretty silly, funny to say out loud, but like my life's work is, is helping other people navigate this thing that is like the most important part. Like the most important part of your existence is to not only like live, to exist, to be around tomorrow, like that's the most important thing, but it's like to maximize. I don't just want to exist. I want you to thrive. I want you to, I want you to lift the weight that you're trying to lift as a 21 year old next year. And like, that's so doable. We talked very early on in this call about like what you might perceive as as the only way to get fit or to improve your wellness. You know, it's like I have to do all the things all the time. It's not that. It's like we can eat the right amount of food. We can get your schedule to a place where like you're able to focus on the things that you want to focus on and also pursue these these selfish ventures of like getting fit and 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 getting strong or whatever it is. And then also we can like it's really cool to like task accomplishment is one thing like Chad and I have worked on a lot, but it's like, you know, setting out to accomplish a task and then accomplishing that task. It's made me feel really good about myself and we can like, you know, shrink that down into like, okay, like I said early on, it's practice oriented. I want to show up to the gym or like for my digital clients. Okay. I want to be like really good about filling out my nutrition forms this week. I have a weekly like nutrition fill in thing. And we talk about it on the phone about how great they've done or how they might need to improve. And for some of these guys that I'm, that I'm with, it's like the toughest thing or the biggest thing for them is to like fill out how much they've eaten, you know? And that seems so small, but it's like, that's the win for the week. And it's been really cool to like, uh, to lead these guys through that. And so uh, I don't just coach men, but, but at the moment, um, all of my clients are men. You mentioned earlier, Ben, like this, it's not either or, um, it's yes. And right. And that's, I think that's the biggest, uh, Adrian, as you talk about the impact of Ben, like that's what the impact has been for me on my fitness journey with you so far, Ben, is like, I never experience uh, either or like you, this is that, it, this is the way it has to be. 
I, I can prioritize it in a way that fits into the other priority priorities that I'm also committed to. And so I just wanted to like pin that. I feel like that's also what you're talking about here is like it's discovery, it's exploration, it's different for every person. Um, and I just want to, that's the thing I want our listeners to understand whether they work with Ben, whether they never work with anybody, whatever they do is to not set themselves up into an either or situation. Like either I kill it in my business or I stay well. <laughs> that like that's just a false dichotomy, I believe. Yeah. I'd also argue that that the inverse of that, so like by staying well, you're able to kill it in not only your business, but all the other parts of your life. And it's it's the tide that raises all ships, wellness. And so um I have this conversation often where the the response is, oh, I just don't have the time. I don't have the time to do it. And I'm like, but you have the you have the time to take another sales call, right? I'm like you, ha you have the time to take another lunch and like do another this and that and the other thing. You have, a t you have time to go drink another bottle of wine or whatever it is. And I'm like, there's just, just slight little manipulations here or there. You don't have to give up any of those other things, but you can also like make the time. Like, don't give me that. Um, and it's, and it's interesting. We've talked about this, but like, I'm sure a lot of the people listening and the leaders, uh, you know, a great part of leading is, is also following. And, um, so being open to following someone else's guidance, someone who's been there before, someone who has experience in a field that maybe you're not, uh, the best at yet. It's a really interesting practice. And, and it's a challenge that I often give to a lot of the, the, the people that I work with. I'm like, I, I challenge you to let me lead you because that's often, often a hard thing. Um, and, and like Chad, you've been an incredible leader for me um, in a way that like maybe I wasn't super open to initially, but like now uh, I've seen how valuable that's been in my own life. And so uh, that's just another way that I'm, I'm incredibly grateful to like impact another is to like actually be their leader. Um, so it's, it's been really nice. And I, and I think, you know, I've got all these like little sayings, but like the, the point of the training is to just make every other part of your life better. The part of the accountability, like it's not, you don't have to be like, Oh, I hate this so much. Like, yeah, it's like challenging, but it's like to your benefit. Like this is hard to your benefit. Like Adrian doesn't want to get up at five 30. Like I don't want to get up at five 30. And like, sometimes I don't make it over there, but like, but like, but it's our commitment to this, to this thing. And this thing that's like a little bit painful and we just know that it's going to make everything better. And so, um, yeah, I really appreciate uh, the work that you guys have done thus far and Chad, your commitment to sending me photos. And it's, it's been, uh, it's been really cool. And I'm hoping that later we can see the gym and training as this opportunity for growth. I think you might've used the word restriction earlier. We're, like Nothing about this is restrictive. It's like, we're looking to grow. We're looking to build strength. We're looking to build confidence. We're looking to build muscles. <laughs> like that's cool. Um, and then through proper nutrition, proper, uh, you know, stress management, and then hydration and sleep. That was what, like four things that I listed. We're able to achieve all the other goals that we're after. And so it's like, uh, so simple, just, so simple. The whole thing is so simple. And it's uh, my goal. You talked about delivering simple wellness to as many people as possible. My goal is just for everyone to see that like, it's not like we don't need to do crazy shit. We can just like do the things that you already know you need to do and just do them really well. It's like doing less better is how you win. And you can apply that to not only your fitness, but to your business, to your relationships, to your whatever. Yep. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks so much yeah, for being here with us.
of course. This has been fantastic. Appreciate you. Love you. Thanks, Adrian. Yeah. Yeah. Can we, so if people want to get a hold of you, Benny boy, because if I'm, if I'm some, if I'm somebody listening, I'm thinking, you know, once I get past all my cynical yeah. shit, I'm thinking about also, well, what if these guys are telling well, the truth? What are the, what if these guys I'm are trying to be, I'm also yeah. like trying to do the thing where it's like, I know everyone's going through shit. Like, I don't need to like, I want to be your friend. I want to, I want to like hold you and care for you through this. But there's also like, like with Chad and I, it's like, I'm also here to tell you that like your story is bullshit. Like this is like, it's bullshit that, that you've become the thing that you've become in this area of your life. And like, if, if you need someone to get in your ass about it, like I'm also very happy to, to do that. And, and Chad said something about, uh, you know, this zero sum game or this all, all or nothing type thing. I mean, I don't want anyone to think for a second that it's like, Oh, this, this doesn't feel like what I want. I want to do the like David Goggins. I want to like go all out. And it's like, there's opportunities to do that in any type of training scenario. But it's like, this is the one where like, or the way that I approach it, it's like, it's holistic. It's not just the training. It's not just the mindset work. It's not just us getting in the cold tub. It's not, it's all of this. The sum is greater than the parts. Like it's all of the pieces together that grow the thing. And uh, if people want to get in touch, my Instagram uh, is where that's probably the place to do it. Uh, at Ben V Smith, B-E-N-V-E-E-S-M-I-T-H. I have a website that I'm building right now benvsmith.com and then uh as this conversation has probably shown most of my work now is like one-on-one and uh, like a word of mouth type thing but there's going to be a very cool opportunity in the next couple weeks to to enroll in training from all over the world I'm, I'm launching an app very soon and i'm really excited about that and so it'll be uh, a nice opportunity to interact with not only me but also the community of people who uh, also participate in my in my training and in our work and uh I'm really excited about that. So that's coming out soon. And all that information will be on the website uh, or via my social media. We'll link all that as well in the show notes. So it's easily accessible for everybody. Thanks so much, gentlemen. Yeah. Thank you so much. Good to be with you guys. Thanks. Love you both. Bye-bye, everybody. Well, my friends, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Naked Leadership Podcast. As a heads up, every Friday we post a Cliff Notes version of that week's conversation with all the highlights in under five minutes. Check that out for a quick and powerful reminder of the principles discussed. I hope this conversation has been valuable to you. If it has, the greatest compliment you could pay us is sharing it with somebody who could use it. Thanks so much for listening and until next week, bye-bye everybody.